What's good, y'all? My name is Dylan Green, and this is Real Notes, a space dedicated to blurring the cultural and artistic lines between rap and film. I'm here to chop it up with everyone from rappers and producers to journalists and video directors about their relationship to movies and how, if at all, film inspires their craft. My guest this week is Kansas-born rapper and podcast host Stick Thicket. We spoke about Ozark, Euphoria, the Super Bowl halftime show, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, American Beauty, the art of appreciating art, how Kansas became a mixtape hub for several different kinds of rap, whether Kendrick Lamar is an all-time great, and the creative process behind several of his projects, including the August Vannon-produced Heresy. Come fuck with us. No, 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 no. Don't even trip, bro. We're, we're here to talk, you know? This is just the yeah. warm-up warm yeah, type yeah. shit. <laughs> Let me make I sure I run in my mouth not staying on subject. So that's a, that's what we're here for. Let me just make sure I got my shit real quick. Um all right, cool. I'm ready. So um all right, I'm gonna do this drop real quick and then we can get it moving. All right. Um what's cracking, everybody? Welcome back. Um to welcome back, welcome back to this to this slowly, slowly moving second season of Real Notes, which is yeah, we're here. Dylan, Dylan Green, Cinema Sci. I got a lot of names. I do a lot of things. Um, I watch a lot of things when I get the time. I don't always have time to watch the amount of things I want to watch, which is crazy because this is a fucking movie and rap podcast. So why am I not watching? <laughs> get your shit together, son. But no. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> we got we got. Oh, um, oh, wow. All right. He's ready. He's officially ready my, now. I'm in my uh, film critic mood. Uh oh. He, you can't see him, but he's wearing a champion T-shirt too. So he's really keeping it. He's keeping it classy all the way through, son. Yeah. Um, this is yeah, somebody. Buddy. This is somebody I've been knowing for. I don't even remember how long it's been since we first met and started talking. But like, I've been knowing you for a while. Like, yeah. um, man. So like, this guy's 17, 16, somewhere way back. Yeah, something like that. It's been at least it's been at least five years. But like, this guy's a rapper from Topeka, Kansas. He's been going oh, stupid. Man. He's, he's been going stupid for a while, like on a whole bunch of different labels and he's got his own thing going on. He's been working. He's 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 been he's been all over the map off this beautiful thing we call rap. Um, we got it's 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 I'm, I'm I, I, I was debating whether I was going to do it or not, but I'm going to do it. It's stick figure, man. We got stick figure. Hey, in the house. Like, come on. <laughs> you did it so I didn't have to. <laughs> I but wasn't sure. I was I wasn't sure if you would wanted to. I didn't want to take that from you. Well, I did it. I had a whole thing ready, prepared. I'm sorry, but it's all good. You did it, so I didn't have to. I have a whole, you know. But you got it. You got it. Continue. Oh, oh man. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna yell at me after y'all. Don't don't be surprised. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> But cinema cinema size looking cooler than me. I shaved my mustache recently. You reminded me why I shouldn't have did that. So you look like cool, and I forget how uncool I look without my stash. So it'll be coming back. We'll be making a return. Thank See, I'm the you, cinema. You're welcome. I'm the same yeah. way because I've because I've been thinking about doing it forever, and I'm like I don't like like I like I'm fine with the way my top lip looks, but like it's been too long, so I don't want to like. I got I got to be like yeah. real methodical with how I trim it because if I don't, it's just gonna be like, yeah, uh, yeah like same with the beard and shit. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. a process. It's a process. Too, you gotta be too uh, 
traumatic for people if they are used to seeing you fully fully clothed is what I say. Yeah. <laughs> all your clothes on, you know, I took right. all my clothes off See, for, it's a, it, for a job interview. But when I get in there. Yeah, you know, that, 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 that's when that's when it can all grow back and shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I got the same thing going on with these. I'm shaving See? my hair right now. Yeah, I'm you not got the right <laughs> profession, though. Yeah. I'm lucky and I'm blessed for that. But stick. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Thank you for coming here. Thank I really you. appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. I've been wanting to be on here since I'm trying to remember whose episode the Arm and Hammer episode. Oh, wow. Early, oh. early. I need to be on there because I, too, love movies. And I have stuff to say about movies. Hell yeah. God damn. I'm so ready. Oh. So, so in that case, let me ask you. Yeah. Let, yeah. Let me ask. Let me ask you. Let me ask you that opener. What's the last movie or TV show you watch that you have a strong feeling, strong opinion about? I completed uh, the recent season of Ozark. Mm-hmm. And I'm asking myself if if shows about you know uh middle-aged white men turning to drug dealing during their midlife crisis is this one better than the other one breaking bad i guess you could three-way do it because then there's weeds too oh know? yeah nah yeah weeds is definitely weeds another, is one. another yeah. one that kind of gets that kind of slides under the radar um but man that 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 season uh Four part one was very serious. It was very serious. It's moving really fast and I'm enjoying it. And I'm kind of worried about how they're going to end it. I don't know if they're going to stick the landing. Mm-hmm. See, I, it's a good show. See, uh, I'm not, I, I haven't started it yet. I've been meaning to. Start Ozark? Not yet. No, I've been, I've been meaning to, but you know, like I, so like I ran through Breaking Bad. And I needed, I need, I needed, I needed a break after that. <laughs> I, I, I need, I needed to, I needed to take a, take a quick step back. <laughs> I'm just, but, are you one of those people who like avoids pop culture phenomena until like you can watch it without the hype? Not usually. Like it, like if I like something enough, I'll watch it. I don't care if everybody like, yeah, like I'm not, I'm not okay. that like too cool for school person. Like I'm gonna watch it okay. with people like, yeah, yeah. Like I just, I just binged all of euphoria to catch up with that. So like, you know, like I have crazy opinions about that show too, but I can't stop <laughs> watching it. So I don't know. I'm, I can't. I can't pass any judgment on that show because I'm watching it. Right. You know, it's it's. But there's a lot of weird things happening for me. Like I don't know. I don't know how I feel about them. Hu- spoilers ahead for everyone listening. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know how I feel about them humanizing Cal the way they did. The dad. You know? Yeah. 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 Are we sure he's he, he's still a pedophile? Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 just like <laughs> they they gave the him drawer of child pornography. Yeah. <laughs> so, but to address everything you just said, yeah, Cal is a pedophile, and his fucking son is it's it's. It's complicated. Like, yeah, like he's just—it's—it's it's just all a lot. Like, like, like on one hand, I do definitely appreciate them just like trying to, cause like, cause like it's the whole thing of it's the whole thing of people being like, 
these people are human. They're just like us. Like they're just like people that you would suspect are like, oh, like I never would have expected that person to be that bad because, because like they seem perfect. Right. But, like, but, but, but like that's on the one hand. On the other hand, like it 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 sometimes feels like they're kind of like smoothing over it a little bit, and he's just like dipped and left, and that's it. You know, like no consequences faced. I mean, he is yeah. he is a white dude, so you could even consider that like meta commentary I mean, on that or whatever. But like, yeah, you know. That's a given. Like <laughs> given accuracy. That was pinpoint accuracy. Right. Let <laughs> this man off the hook, you know. Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan. <laughs> anyway, just like Joe Rogan, son. Oh my God. Um, just like Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh man, nah, <laughs> no, nah, we can say that here. Yeah. Fuck Joe Rogan. Ozark. Oh, yeah, right, talk to me about cool, Ozark. Cool. But yeah, Ozark is. Um, there's so many things happening at once. When you watch it, I'm not, I mean, I could, I could be reading into this, but there's definitely like some, some class commentary happening with the way that the birds kind of move in and out of poor people's lives and make decisions and do things and have, uh, you know, rationale behind all of their choices. And then the poor people of this community in, you know, Southeast Missouri are just kind of left with uh marty bird and you know the bird family's choices because they're somehow more important and then you have just uh the the drug cartel element of it too and there's like a lot of action there's like it's got a lot of cool things happening at once but the thing i appreciated the most and i was arguing with my son about this versus breaking bad where like where walt is like Walt is almost like a comic book character in that he has, even though it's not a superpower, he has like an advantage over every member of the cast because he's a genius. Like they establish right. through the show, the man is an actual genius. So there's these moments when you're watching and it's like season one when he disguises the crystal meth as a bomb. And he has this like MacGyver moment and he blows up the thing and it's like, ah, you know, it has that like, it has a more welcoming feel to it because of that. Like you can kind of have fun with that kind of stuff, like knowing about magnets and knowing about cooking perfect crystal meth, like any meth head has ever cared about that. Like all that kind of stuff <laughs> happening where it's a little more fun and where Ozark is a little darker and a little more, uh, it's a little more honest about the whole thing, I think. I think it's more honest about what it would look like if, you know, this was the scenario for an ordinary family. I appreciate that, honestly. And, too, I like the fact that Wendy Bird, again, but I like, she's a G. Damn, I can't, I, I can't even, I can't even ask, like, what she does, but, like, I'm so, like, I'm a, like, I'm, um, how are Jason Bateman and Laura Linney? Because I like Laura Linney a lot. I have feelings about Jason Bateman sometimes, uh -oh. but when he's good, he's good. When he's good, he's good. That's like, it. how are they? Laura Linney is killing it. Laura Linney is killing it. Jason Bateman is, I don't, I just like him. Like, I think I just like him. It's like, he's like on my list of like white dudes that I like him. <laughs> uh, Paul Rudd. <laughs> Yeah, has that quality. 
they're just likable guys. And sometimes I can't tell if Jason Bateman is just playing himself in a mm-hmm. particular role. I don't know. Is this what I feel like this is what Jason Bateman would do? Like this <laughs> right. not the character, actually Jason Bateman. But that kind of makes it more fun to watch, too. It's just like you get drawn into the world. You know what's crazy? That's kind of how I felt about watching him in Horrible Bosses. You ever see Horrible Bosses before? Yeah, I love Horrible Bosses. Silly. The movie's silly. <laughs> I like it, though. Yeah. I'm a fool for those kind of flicks, too. I'm a fool for, like, I know that they're not, like, great films, but I'm a sucker for, like, Horrible Bosses and, like, due date you ever see due date yeah with, the one with uh, um downey Robert jr Downey's. yeah the like that was peak galifianakis i don't know what happened with that whole thing like he just kind of slid out of the way yeah but that was peak galifianakis where did he go you know because like he did that um he he had that like web series where he like it, it was it was like on some eric andre shit where he like interviewed yeah. people and then that was basically it. And then he just kind of yeah. disappeared. I don't, I don't know where he, he went. Disappeared. He did three Hangover movies, Due Date. I'm trying to think what else he's in. Uh, he 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 did like a couple he, like voiceover things, but yeah, he did some voice. But he other than that, he's been kind of MIA. I don't know him. Yeah. Um, the other guy, McBride. Danny McBride. Hell yeah. McBride. Yeah. I like him, like those guys. His whole thing is like these oversized, like way too confident, arrogant characters that he, you know, that he does. They're dope. I like that. So that's my you comedy ever, taste. You, you ever, uh, um, you ever watch the Righteous Gemstones? Yeah, I'm, I'm all the way up to date. That bug is yeah, good. same, same. Um, my partner and I just caught up on the Righteous Gemstones. Shit is crazy. Yeah, yeah, super funny. Like yeah. the twist was really cool. Like the the story about uh John Goodman back in the day. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love that. I love he was a wrestler and all this stuff. That joke is tight. Yeah, fucking 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 breaking people's thumbs and just yeah. Because like, oh, like we got none of that from him in the first season. And then out of nowhere, they were like, Yeah, he used to wrestle. And like, but but, yeah. but then it all made sense because of how the gemstone empire and like televangelist shit is set up. Like he he kind of brought like that to what yeah, like it's yeah. it's it's it made perfect sense. Yeah, but it's like, clicking. I really like um their sister character. Oh, Judy, <laughs> she's out of control. She's too much, bro. Yeah, she's too much. She's definitely like she's like the she synthesized like those moments in like movies like uh Talladega Nights where the kid is like. I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew. I'm attacking yeah. like world monkey. Like she's that for this show, but like all the time, like constantly with those stops. Like it's dope. Yeah, it's, it's it's like 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 all I think about is the, is the first season finale where she's telling her fiance like what happened with the thing. I I, I don't want to say oh, it because it's like fucked up yeah. and nasty. But like, just like that whole moment, like you know, I'm thinking like, just when the shit can't get no worse, it just gets right. worse. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, it they just, find a way. Like, oh my. But Andy, like, Andy McKay is good, good at that. Like, he's good at doing like border, like gross out humor. But like, you know, there's still some commentary in there, and it's still just right. funny. It's good and funny. Right. So, 
I'm into that. I'm into I've been, it. I've been, I've been selling, I've been selling that to people as like, I like to think of it like Arrested Development at the Blues owned a mega church instead of uh, what um, what did the Blues own on Arrested? What 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 was their company? What did they do again? I don't remember. Was it boat? Was it boats? Did they own boats? I think. Um. Damn, I don't remember. Oh, how you doing? She didn't go speak. She's shy. Oh. She what we call down south. She's shame face. Yeah, I get like she's shame. But yeah, uh, yeah, I think they owned a boat. Didn't they own like a? I thought they owned like a boat rental service or something. It was a real estate business. Okay, I'm looking at it right now. It was That's a real estate it. business. Got yeah, it. yeah, you're right, right, you're right, right, right. Because um, Jason Bateman was living in. He was living in the model house. Yeah, that they were trying That's to right. sell. Yeah, okay, That's right, right, right. right. Yep. And 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 then, and then they and then this and then the first time the show ended. They um his mom went off with the Queen Mary boat. Yeah. And that's what ah, yes, yes. Either way, yeah. 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 That shit is hilarious. Too funny. That's uh yeah. Michael Sarah and yeah, that's a good show. Yeah, yeah, you know. I had a good time with that. They're best too. All those characters. Right, definitely. Yeah. That... Uh, what's cuz name from uh Portlandia? That's on there. Oh shit. Um damn. Not um, not the main guy. No, no, he's a side character. He's married to their sister. Oh, I don't remember. I I, I didn't he watch Portland like that. Whatever. I didn't yeah, watch Portland like that. Something mm-hmm. like art. Yeah, what? Oh, that show was funny. I've watched it, but I but but but, but like I'm not like all. Oh, I haven't I seen like, the whole yeah. thing. Like, and yeah, and my sister lives out there too, so I kind of get like like oh, like okay. I get it. I get it more than the average person not from Portland might. It's it's I just I just never finished it. You know, it's it's yeah, I had right fun on. with it when I watched it. Right on. That's what's up. It kind of it kind of reminded me. Um, I mean, you ever watch it before we move on? Because I know we've been on this for a minute. You ever watch um? <laughs> you, you ever watch the whitest kid you know back when? Um, yeah. Um, um, I did. Yeah, yeah. I watched a little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah, the whitest kid you know was crazy. The fucking gallon of PCP. Crazy, yeah. What the, was that channel? Fuse. It was it was uh it was Fuse and um I think they aired it on the IFC. I don't know if IFC yeah. is a thing anymore. The, the channel oh. at least. Yeah, I was thinking about uh Fuse the other day because I was like, they should show music videos. They show music videos and weird shows like that. It was like a almost cooler version of MTV. Yeah, and 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 they used to do like on air interviews. Like they had like, like they were like a publication, low key. They were like putting mm-hmm. out like content for like Twitter and Instagram and shit, yeah, and, like Snapchat and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. Again, oh, interesting. Yeah, truly. Um, so you have a great base already, which is super dope. Like, but like, let's run it all the way fucking back. What's the first oh. movie experience you can remember having? Like, it could be at the theater, your cousin's house. It could be like whatever, like the first oh, time easy. you remember. Yeah, tell me. First time I remember, because I'm sure I saw a movie before this, but this, this is the first the first time I remember going to the movies or seeing a movie was I was down south in Little Rock, Arkansas, visiting my cousins, and they went to. And I used to think that was always the most fun because my cousin, I have like older cousins that are all cool. My cousin, Lil John, um, my cousin, Sherry, my, my cousin, Cassie. They're, my cousin, Cassie is along with me, but the other two are older than me. 
And I remember we were all hanging out at the house and my, my older cousin, Lil John, who had a car, was like, yeah. man, I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going bowling and we're going to the movies. And I begged to go with him. I wasn't supposed to go with him because I was too little, right? And they're like, he's going to get scared. I didn't know what they was planning on seeing. So I get in the car with him. He had, I want to say he had a Lincoln. I think he had like a 92, 93 Lincoln. I could be lying on him, but he had something smooth to me because I was a little kid. And he let me <laughs> right. sit in the front and we went to the drive-thru. Hey. And we saw Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Wow. And there's a scene in Who Framed Roger Rabbit where, I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, I have. Yeah, no, I've seen it. You remember when they melt dude in the ink thing yeah. and he disappears and his clothes is just sitting there? Bruh. Tears. I was so scared of that, bro. That's just terrifying. A lot of firsts were happening in that too. Like uh Jessica Rabbit, like her yeah. shape. Right. Got me. I like, oh, I know who I am. I know what I'm <laughs> know what Come I'm on, into. <laughs> but, but yeah, when they uh when they belted cuz in the bruh, nightmares. But I had fun that I I begged to be there. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be there, but when we went bowling afterwards, like I didn't want to play. Oh man. I, I was like because <laughs> I thought it was real. I was like, man, can you really do that to somebody? Can you really melt somebody? Like I was not stressed. A, I was stressed. Not 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 if you're not if you're not if you're not a cartoon. <laughs> not if you're not a tune and shit. But no one had the no one took the time. Like none of our older cousins were like, man, that's not real. Like they didn't do they get like calm down or like stuff. It was just like man, crying, bro. That's hilarious. Right, man. Chill out. But that's my first movie experience that I remember. That I remember. That's beautiful, cause I don't I don't remember the I don't remember the first time I saw Roger Rabbit. But I remember that scene, you know, like, cause like, it, it, and then like his whole character and yeah. everything is just like, bro, like, cause like, cause, cause like right before he gets, right before bro got melted, there's like, he like reveals to, um, to Eddie that he was the guy who killed his brother and like the eyes start popping out and his voice yeah. goes super high. And I'm just I, like, I was like, bro, what am I bro. watching right now? Like, bro. that's <laughs> what was crazy. crazy. It was really oh crazy. God. Now I think about it, I think it was PG-13. It was, yeah. It, it was not a kid's movie. Like, people thought it was. It was not a kid's movie. But I was, I saw it as a child. Hey. <laughs> my older cousins. I, I yeah, did, yeah, no. Good I, did, I, 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 oh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, you sorry, good. Man. I was just saying, good flick. It's a good movie. Yeah, nah, for real. I've been meaning to rewatch it again. It's, it's it's been a minute, but now nah, that was one of my favorite movies coming up because I also watched it. I'm pretty sure I saw it for the first time. If it wasn't at my cousin's house, I like like the time I remember seeing it for the first time was at my cousin's house and just like mm -hmm. and just like putting that shit together and like and 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 like and they had um it was the version that came with like the um the little cartoon shorts beforehand, like the Baby Herman cartoons. So oh like, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. It yep. was it was. I remember that too. Damn, like that. Not the yeah, detour it, too much, but um, they're doing um Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. I I'm so happy you brought that up. I'm so happy you brought that up. 
I'm so geeked, bro. I'm so yeah. excited, bro. I said, oh, are you serious? This is forgotten, important, like, iconography. For real? Yeah. Rescue Rangers, man. I used to sing that, like, that, that theme song. It's like that theme song and Darkwing Duck for some reason. Darkwing Duck, Inspector Gadget. But the, the, and DuckTales. What about DuckTales? DuckTales. Those were good yeah, theme go. songs, man. Yeah. They Even were. They were mm-hmm. But like. And they're bringing that back, too. Like 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 the the yeah on on the, on Disney Plus I'm so dead ass go look it up I'm so serious bro yeah see <laughs> don't play with me bro I'm so I'm so serious I'm dead ass go look it up X Men um, yeah like yeah yeah like, yeah, like they, like I, I don't know how they're gonna make it look but like they're bringing like the original show back somehow that's what they said um you but right. while you're look yo crazy right. Yeah, you can't see his face, but he's they can't like, see my face, bro. But I'm so excited, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're making us wait till 2023, though. Of of course, yeah. Now they announced it last year because they did that like Disney. They did like the big like announcement thing where they were like throwing like 60. It's, it's like what Paramount Plus did a couple days ago, like like um with the with the like we're doing this 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 and this like um that's so exciting, bro. Yeah, <laughs> we're, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's. It's a beautiful time. To, it's a beautiful time to be a fan of that shit for real. Like we're really living our dreams right now. <laughs> Bruh, for real. Like I'm so glad. Like all of the stuff that, all of the stuff that I wanted to happen. I guess I had to wait till I was in my 30s. I guess, but it's coming back. So that's cool. I'll take it. Yeah, you know. And you mentioned, and, and um, um, you mentioned the um, it was Darkwing Duck. It was Chippendale mm-hmm. Rescue Rangers, and then I mentioned Ducktales. Like those three theme songs, like are so like because like people right. were really in their they were really in their New Jack swing bag, just making like the crazy uh. like this is beautiful. Like like after I saw the Chippendale Rescue Rangers on the trailer for the new one, which is which is on some Roger Rabbit shit, which is funny enough yes. as it is. Like yes. like it's just uh. Like I couldn't get the song out of my head. I was like, I knew, I knew like the first half of the Chippendales Rescue Rangers theme song because it's, and like, I was perfect. thinking to myself, what? It's perfect. The song. It's perfect. It's a perfect song. Like, it's yeah, crazy. It makes me happy every time I hear it. And like the show, yeah. I, like I looked, I, I looked it up after I watched the trailer. The show only ran for like a year and a half, but like it was just, but it was just like they, they put it, it in like crazy it was on forever. Because they put it in syndication and the reruns were just on for like two decades, you know, because like I was born in 92 and like so, uh-huh. so, so like the show had already been off the air a year before I was born. But like I grew up on Chippendale Rescue Rangers because yeah. it was just on TV, like like that uh-huh. and DuckTales and Dark. It was just on at all times, you know, so like. <laughs> Let's get dangerous. Danger- like, son, come on. <laughs> like, we do. Just yeah, that's like a hard though, real, real hard. timeless. Like I, I ugh, god damn, like times, man. Like, 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 Incredible. just thinking of really for real. Like, just thinking about how, um, just thinking about how, like, that stuff was kind of like just before. Like, I mean, like Darkwing Duck and Ducktales kind of aired around the time I was growing up, but like stuff like Rescue Rangers that was like just before mm-hmm. my time, like. And how attached to yeah, that yeah, I am, 
like it makes me like it makes me feel it makes me feel like I'm older than I am like just by like like three or four years like I'm about to turn 30 in a month but I feel like I feel like I'm a little uh-huh. older when I see when, when I saw that come out like what year did this go off like how old am I like I had to really like check myself Look, for a second like and you got <laughs> and you got excited that also showed your age like they were talking about how, uh, hey man they were talking about how the the dog on uh Super Bowl aged a bunch of people because it was <laughs> like, oh man, like I mean, traditionally the Super Bowl is like Bruce Springsteen and things that right. I would call old because I didn't listen to Bruce Springsteen growing up. And like now here we are, 50 Cent Upside Down is an image that I already is like iconic in my mind. And in my son, yeah. who is like 15, is like, I don't why is he upside down? What's the why right. is he doing that? <laughs> Like you missed it. You weren't there. Right. Yeah. No, you were you were not outside. Yeah. Like You're not outside. Yeah, like, I had to I had to think about the fact that, yeah, man, fucking 50s debut album turns 20 next year. Get Rich or Die Trying is 19 years old. Like that's man, I I I I can't even like I, I, like, I remember sense. right. Like it's just that was that had to be the biggest. You said you were born in 92, right? 92, yeah. That had to be the biggest album in your high school years, right? I imagine. Um, Middle uh, school? No. Yeah, no. Mm, oh, three. Oh, three, I was in, I was like about to enter middle school because I graduated, yeah. I started high school in 06. So I must okay. have been in like, I must have been in like maybe like, because in 03, I was 11. So I would okay. say maybe like, on yeah. maybe like, getting ready to go to middle school like that was that was but like everywhere yo for real it was it was everywhere like like you you know like in the club was everywhere like fucking just like i like i remember the the first hmm? i was gonna say the other one um 21 questions yeah i was was about to say i remember when i first heard 21 questions like and i didn't get it at first and then you know after a couple of years i was like oh like yeah (laughs) like yeah (laughs) A big record. Those are big records. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Like that whole album. Like that. Like that really felt like such a. Like Fifty Cent might have been. He might have been the first like huge, rap superstar that I saw in my life. At least. At, at least like at that level and like really. Yeah. That 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 I could kind of like claim as mine. You know, like yeah. it wasn't. It was. Yeah. It wasn't like seeing Snoop come out with Rhythm and Gangster a couple years later. It was like Fifty Cent was like mine. You know, like. Fifty like Cent. 50 Cent you that was probably like for me, doggy style. Right. Like I was gonna, my yeah. generation saw doggy style. Well, the chronic too, but doggy style was like ubiquitous. It was like everywhere, in everyone's home. It was in everyone's car. It was in everyone's CD player, disc man, whatever they had. Anything you had to listen to music. They were playing doggy style. Everyone's playing doggy style. And I think that's when I got older and I saw how the 50 cent thing happened. And I remember seeing these little kids, little white kids, because I used to work right. at uh, Starbucks in the suburbs in Memphis. I used to work uh, in uh, this area called Collierville. And bruh, little white kids came in. They couldn't have been, they couldn't have been six, seven. Talking about ghost show. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. No. And they little light up shoes and stuff. I'm like, oh, he did it. He did it. 
He's yeah, the, he's it's the over. one. He's the guy. It's over. It's, it's over. It was, it was. Oh my god, that's yeah. that's Crazy. that's such a that's such a distinct image too. Because like, yeah, him upside down. Like, yeah. it's so very like muscles, right? Ugly white yeah. beard. Awful, awful, awful oh, looking tank top and shit. Like. <laughs> yeah, the tank top. Crazy. For real. You were crazy if you actually if you actually ever owned that or his shoes, you you were bugging. You're doing a lot. <laughs> I um I had a I had a I had a G unit jacket. I was I was jacket? I was like obsessed. Like, yeah, yeah, like my father bought me a G unit jacket. Like th- th- this was when um because I was really big on the games documentary when that came out. Like that was the thing that was like that was like my like right, right, on G- like c- c- yeah because like between that and um you know like Banks was popping at the time um you know like, like, like all the G unit dudes like I was just like I love this you know like and I really wanted in on that so I definitely I don't I don't have that jacket anymore but I was I was definitely like Dad I need I need the fucking I need the fucking G unit <laughs> it was it, it was like that. a puff. It was a puffer with the with the um, um with the with the with the furry lining and shit. It was everything. So, hey, it was it was the whole shit. From, giving you a dab from the internet, man. That that's that's big. That's big. I respect yeah, like oh respect man. It was I felt like I felt like I felt like 50 at the beginning of his verse on Games Hated or Love It when he said, Yeah, like um what was it? Um uh um my um, uh, grandma said if I could move a few packs I get the hat like that was my fucking hat at that mm-hmm. point I was like yes let's mm-hmm. go like, <laughs> without having yeah. to move any drugs because I was a fucking little kid but like <laughs> yeah hell yeah I love it though I love oh, that man. I love stories me like too. that yeah me too like that's that that's what that's what that's what we do this type of shit for and like before we move on again like you know like doggy style I was seeing people tell stories like somebody i forget who the person was i'm about to say the fucking eternal twitter phrase somebody said that they found um <laughs> like like they remember that their parents like dragged them back to the, the record store to return the copy of doggy style because they found out that snoop was a gang member and all this shit and now like everybody's seeing him at the super bowl like dancing dancing around just like oh like look at him in his like cute little like cornflower blue jumpsuit like <laughs> like people were People were like, he's just Snoop is something else, man. It's crazy. It really is crazy because like my generation, like I just remember, I remember how angry people were at the chronic in doggy style. I remember all of the uh protests. Like I remember seeing on TV people steamrolling out in protest, like buying hundreds right. of copies of a CD. <laughs> I couldn't I, it, all it really did was make me want to hear it more, but I right. think it was like it was one of those things where I, just, I didn't connect with why they were so mad. Because when I finally heard the music, I was just like, "This is good. This is good." Like I don't know what the problem is. I mean, now that I'm an adult, I get it. But I have kids. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a kid running around saying, "Ain't no fun if the homie can't have none." Like, I should have been listening to that, <laughs> but music, like the music, incredible. Yeah, incredible. I mean, this is like, like a perfect. I joke with people. I make I make my East Coast friends mad because I'm like, well, that's my illmatic. That's fine. I'm I'm I, see see. I'm not I'm not gonna get. Well, mad I love illmatic. That's fine. 
yeah, you know, like it's 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 all good. But I wasn't really there for Illmatic. I wasn't there for. I wasn't there regionally, or mo- like I'd had to discover all those classics after the fact, because I was like a West Coast down South music baby, and I had to like when I started wanting to do music. This probably had, this is nothing to do with your podcast. I'm sorry, but. I had no. <laughs> this, this, this is where we're going anyway. This is all good. Okay, but I had to like go back and watch films. I had to go back and listen. People were like, "You haven't heard this? You haven't heard Illmatic? You haven't like you know chastising you?" And it's like, well, I guess I gotta hear it, you know. But from being honest. Doggy style was, whew, was the one. I was the one. I was the one. I was like, this is incredible. I've never heard anything like this. I, I just want to do this because I don't know how you even make something that makes people react this way to you. You know what I mean? To tell yeah, stories man. and all this other stuff. Yeah, man. But yeah. That was the only little tangent I wanted to go on. That's incredible, you know. Like this shit, this shit matters to people, and I want to know. I, I want to know what was that for you with movies? Like, what movie did that for you? Like, was it what was mm. it Roger Rabbit, or was there something later that kind of really unlocked that in your brain? Yeah. I saw um one of the movies. The movie that made me want to see like better movies or kind of like click something in my brain that said, oh, like movies are movies are more than just I mean, okay, let me frame this right. Movies are entertainment. Movies can function as entertainment. But there are films that can communicate things, challenge you, and and be artful in a way that like your ordinary box office smash. Like I just started to, I realized that there were different categories and my homies actually made fun of me for it. And that's how (laughs) I knew it must have been something different. And it was, um, it was, um, American Beauty. Mmm. Wow. That one's never come up on here before. I'm kind of surprised. American Beauty. I remember the commercials or the trailers for American Beauty. I don't have that paper bag. I mean, the plastic bag floating around. Uh-huh. I was yep. with my homeboys. I was just telling somebody else this story. I was with my homeboys at my, I think it was my buddy uh, Ron's crib. And it came on and that whole thing was, I thought it was interesting, right? And I was like, man, we should go see it. We should go see that. And then it's just jokes. This nigga John want to watch the movie about a, play, a plastic bag, bro. <laughs> what are we talking about, bro? What are you talking about? We're not watching plastic bag movie. John the type of dude want to watch a movie about a burning trash can. And it's just so on and so forth. Like, John want to watch the movie. That's in French. Ooh, wee wee, foo 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 foo. And I'm like, oh, no. they, they, like they got, they had me being like, I was, I was bussy or whatever. Like I was lame. 
for wanting to see this oh. movie. But when it came out, this is aging me, but when it finally came out on video, right. I got to watch it. I watched it by myself. And I was like, yo, this was incredible. Like all the reveals, you know what I'm saying? Like all the messaging, the way that he flips out in the uh, garage, like all these different themes. I was like, no, I want to watch more movies like that. So that was like, that was one of those that turned me into like a movie person. Like I want to watch the stuff that I wouldn't normally watch. Like, of course, I still watch like, I mean, Friday is still my favorite movie. Right, come on. (laughs) But it's tied with Fargo for that reason. You know, it's like, okay, you could do different stuff with film. You can tell certain stories. You can tell stories different ways. They don't have to be linear. You know what I mean? Right. They, can, they can do all kinds of stuff, but it started with American Beauty. Started That's fire. Like that. That's fire, because like you, because sh- like everybody should have like a like we think like we think about what it means to like look at higher art, quote unquote unquote, and like right. what it means to be like a healthy like like there's yeah. I think I I think it's so healthy to just have like. Like you can have your Fridays and you can have your Fargos and like they're and like they're both they're both equally good at what they do. You know, like I would put a movie like Friday up That's against exactly like Fargo. They're both great movies. And like they both yeah. they, they both, they both set movies. out to they both set out to do exactly what they want to do and they do it. Like Friday is a timeless movie in my opinion. Fargo is also a timeless movie in my opinion. They're just like timeless really well crafted. Like, like, you know, like there's like there's an art to making people laugh. There's an art to making people think like it's all art, you know, like it's it's we we, we don't have to like, you know, like like just thinking of like more recent stuff. Like my partner and I just went to go see Jackass Forever last week or, or, or no, on Monday for Valentine's Day. Like that, like I like I like I could tell you right now, that's the most fun I'm gonna have in a movie theater the entire year. I don't care what the fuck else I see. Like that shit was crazy. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. But I'm also really hyped to go catch this uh this other joint coming out um in March called uh Everything Everywhere All at Once. That's about the, it's, that um, looks it good. Stars, that it looks, looks so crazy. good. Yeah, like, I'm excited about for, that one too. For anybody for anybody listening who hasn't heard of it, it's like Michelle Yeoh, the woman from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. She like lives yep. out a whole bunch of different lives and it's i don't know what the fuck is about but it looks, it looks crazy fire. you know yeah like I'm, I'm 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 amped for that shit you know like yeah. and like those two things in my mind are equally artful like that's like there's no like that's all art i mean that's so, the whole like, thing it. it's, the same, it's the same thing with this hip-hop thing for me like i was saying right earlier where it was kind of like in reverse because i was into like I said, I was into Bay Area, West Coast, and South South music, right? Right. And I was coming up in a time where it was like that weird time where like Puffy was becoming popular and uh, people were rejecting that and people were getting like hyper, like angry about rap music because it was becoming right. so big. And I had some friends, man, who were like, they were like, they're, they're the dudes they talk about on Twitter, like, real hip hop, you know, real hip hop is X, Y, and Z, and it has to check these boxes and these metrics. And they would be real hard on the stuff I liked. 
It was like I remember liking uh I remember liking Jay-Z's first album. Uh no, not his first album, second album. I like uh In My Lifetime Volume One. Right. See, uh, see a, a lot of people have feelings about that album too. So that's crazy. Yeah. I like that. I, mean, I like that album too. Not, it's a good album. It's not a great album, but it was like right. my introduction to Jay-Z, you know? And but I had a I had a I had a homeboy who was uh who was into the he had like a, he had a computer, he had the internet, and he had friends that were into weird what I would back then call the weird stuff, you know. He was into uh this group of guys called Quantum. He was into hieroglyphics, he was into uh like atmosphere and all right, that kind of right, stuff. Right, right, right. And that's how I got introduced to it. So once I heard that stuff, I was like, oh, this is interesting. I don't like all of it, but it's interesting, you know? And that led me to the quote unquote, because since they were such like real hip hop screamers, like you gotta hear Dillmatic. You gotta hear Lord Finesse. You gotta hear, and I would do that, but what used to make me mad is I'd be like, oh, you gotta hear E-40. Right, come on. Let's, let's be, let's play fair. If I have to hear Illmatic, you have to hear in a major way by E40. You have to hear uh, above the law. You have to hear. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Come on now. Let's let's do this. Let's really talk about it. You know. But but it was kind of the same thing with films. You know, except there wasn't. Any, right. I had that little resistance because it was like, oh, this is. I think there's like a reaction on both sides of it. Like even with family members of mine now, I'll be like. Uh, we went, so me and my wife went and saw Denzel, the Macbeth movie. That shit was crazy, right? I saw that, I saw that, a, I saw like a month ago. He, he I'm went in. Telling my, I'm telling my sister, she I'm not gonna sit there and watch that. I don't want to see that. Talk. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, different, different things, whereas you were saying a second ago, like, man, it's all art. You know what I'm saying? It, it, each artist sets out to, they have their own goal in mind, you know? I'm sure yeah. Chief Keef, he, when he made Finito, which is a brilliant record, I don't think yeah. his was to be hypercool. He didn't want to Lupe Fiasco. We already have Lupe Fiasco. And they both from Chicago. Yeah. And, and they both from the hood. That's the yeah. other thing people got to get wrong. Like, man, Lupe from West Side, I've been out to where Lupe's from. This is not sweet at all. You mm -hmm. know? So. That's what I say just about the art thing is like everyone has like you and you said it best. So it's like everyone has their intention and their goal in mind when they're making their art, you know, just respect it on its own. I try to anyway. Right. You know, I um like, yeah, like real quick, I had a like like me growing up, I was like I like I didn't hit my real hip hop shit until maybe about high school. Cause like mm -hmm. from 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 because from like from like late elementary school to early middle school, like that was around the time, like right when I was in middle school was when like snap music went big, like Soldier Boy and D4L and and like them franchise time people were getting real combative. Right, yeah, you know, like that was, so like, you know, like I was I was like really into snap music. I was really into crunk because like Lil John had just started to pop around that time too. Like, um, and what's it called, E40, E40 had told me when to go and he had his big, like, he had his big, um, I wouldn't oh. call it a revival, I wouldn't call it a revival because he had been around, but like that was like that was like the thing that introduced me to E40. Like, tell me when to go was huge. Yeah. 
in the same way that Snoop's Drop It Like It's Hot was huge at that exact same time, you know? Like, so I was into all of that shit. Like that was that 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 was me all day. But I was also listening to stuff like gorillas and like stuff that was a little like weirder and more poppy and experimental. And you know, like I was a kid, I was listening to fucking pop music, which you know, people, you know, you don't have to be a kid to listen to pop music. Let me put that qualifier there now. But it was around the time Right. right. But like it was around the time that I discovered Doom and I discovered Mad Villainy and I heard the mouse in the mask and then I heard Old Tribe Called Quest and Nas and I went and I I, I was deep in the backpack, bro. That, that was it for me. Like I like I had like my Kanye, my Lupe, my Doom and like it, it wasn't that anything else I didn't want to hear it. It's that I stopped actively seeking out the stuff that I was fucking with. Like, right. like Rich Boys, Rich Boys, Throw Some D's was my favorite song ever. And then I'm out of nowhere. Asterisk, Rich Boys self-titled album is very, very good. People should listen to it. It's gas, bro. It really, really is. <laughs> like, it's gas. Yo. From one like, to 15, I think, is gas. All gas. Yeah. Right. Straight up. He went in on that whole project, you know, and like and like I just I like I fell it like I feel like I tell this story a lot. But like I like I fell deep into my backpack like at that point because like I was like I was really into Lupe's. I was really into Lupe's um, his um, food and liquor, obviously. Like Mm -hmm. like I was just like like I was into all of that stuff. But then around the time I discovered Doom and I heard Nas's hip hop is dead, like. I was like, oh, okay. I gotta only be on. Like, like I was very, I was. Yeah. I wasn't like, like I wouldn't call myself angry, but I was like at that point where I was just like, all I want to hear is this shit. Like, I went back and did all my like research on the older stuff. Like, I was running, I was running like old tribe and old gangstar yeah. and like and 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 like pretty pretty like like not really a lot of like older like '80s stuff, but like pretty much anything from 1990 on. I was like. I just became like a history book at that point. And yeah, I was, same. I was kind of insufferable. Happened. I was insufferable. And I kind of, I, I regret it a little bit. Cause like, I kind of missed Wayne's rise because I was kind of a hater in a lot of ways. Like I, I was, I was, I was, I, yeah. I was, I was, I was, I was like hearing the music and shit, but like, yeah. I wasn't appreciating it. And I wasn't letting myself get into it the way I needed to, because I was just like, Oh, it's not fucking, it's not fucking can't forget about you by Nas. Like I was that right. fucking kid. I was the worst. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about it because when you say Doom, I think Doom for your yeah, because for me it was Wu Tang Clan. Mm, see? Wu Tang Clan was my my real hip hop entry point. And you know, now that we're talking about it out loud, it's funny because I really liked um a lot of West Coast stuff that wasn't getting treated. That I think in re- now that I'm talking about it out loud, it sounded a lot like quote unquote real hip hop East Coast of like Exhibit, Razkaz, right. Alcoholics. Uh huh. Nobody ever talks about the Alcoholics, yeah. But it doesn't get the same. You know what I mean? Like discussion point. Right. Far side. Mm-hmm. You know. Bizarre Ride's one of my favorite albums ever. Love that album. Incredible. Very, very transformative for me in the way that I make music. But um, but yeah, it's like it, but Wu-Tang Clan was that was my because it was with I, like I said, the, the guys would be like, they never made their way over. We had a whole thing in the Kansas City area, bro, where it's like, I don't listen to East Coast. That was for real a thing, like. 
Or people would be like, you over there listening to all treble music. That's what they used to call East Coast rap. All treble. All treble music. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's so funny. <laughs> y'all over there listening to all treble. Who will listen to that? Ain't no bass. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Because we a car city. Right. So you got to be able to throw it in. And I didn't spend this much money on a sub and so whatnot. You don't want to, you're not going to throw. Uh, you know, you're not gonna throw the mom off for that, even though it does have low. Ride this thing, you know. Right, you know, like you're not gonna throw. You, me, you, you know, like rip. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was going, I was going like though, because like RZA's production doesn't lend itself to that. Like, to right. boom, 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 doesn't lend itself to that. But I, I would like Wu Tang, and they'd be like, I don't even know what they're talking about. What are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I didn't know what they were talking about, but I pretended to. You know, like and and and, and, and like it's crazy because like growing up up north, like people 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 would people would say the same things about you know like people would say the same things about artists like Lil John and like people like that, and it's just like I know what they're talking about. It's not like it's not like it means nothing. Like there's things happening. It's just like. They want to like, 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 like most of the time they want to party and that's fine. Like, it's all good. It, it, it didn't mean shit to me. I just it liked it. It, it. it just, yeah. it just sounded good. And um, yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy. You bring yeah. up Wu-Tang as, as your kind of entry Sometimes point because, enough. right. Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. You bring up Wu-Tang is that entry point for you because um, yeah. I read an interview that Earl Sweatshirt did and he said that Mad Villainy was our generation's 36 Chambers. And I have to agree because like, because like Mad Villainy was such a moment Accurate. for like, for us, you know, like that was like the, oh shit, rap mm -hmm. can sound like this, you know? And then that's when like mm -hmm. people come up on 36 Chambers and all the old stuff. Like, like I was just talking to somebody about like the fact that like, I used to have homies come over to my house and we would just like rhyme and, and people would like freestyle over, like we, like we pull up Gangstar instrumentals on YouTube and people would just go in over Primo beats, you know, like, like that, Bro, was, that, was, uh, the, that was the that was mm. that was the real hip hop uh starter kit, man. Like I I rapped over Nas's like so many times, bro. Oh my god, like, that was the one. That's the beat, one. Bro. What a fucking Such beat! A good... <laughs> oh my god, that and keep it thorough. I rapped over yeah. those beats so many times. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm 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 actually happy we came to this point now because you know like we've been saying you're from Topeka you're from the literal middle of the country and yeah. like I know um um I went down to Tulsa a couple of years ago I got invited to a I got invited to a thing two years before the pandemic or, or, or right 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 as the pandemic was starting to ramp up and I realized mm -hmm. like I talked I talked to so many people in that area and and like like being there. I saw so much of that influence coming from everywhere. It's not like it's it, like it's not like in Cali or in Texas or in New York where there's like one or in like Atlanta where there's like one subset of thing that kind of domineers over everything. Like y'all get it from all fucking sides. And I love that about your area. And you've already been kind of been talking about it. Yeah. So like That's so like fact. what so like, I mean, like I was gonna ask you what your rap experience was like growing up, but like you're already kind of talking about it. So like, how do yeah. you, I, I guess like, how do you feel, uh, uh, to get more specific, how do you feel that like, how do you feel that shaped the way you became a rapper or like, or, or like the way you consume music, like rap specifically? Yeah, I'll answer, I'll answer it in two parts. The way that 
the way that we got the way that I got music was always um through a intermediary, right? So I either it was either my older cousin would play me rap or I saw it on TV. So if I saw somebody on TV during the I'm more of a rap city baby than a than an MTV raps baby baby, right? Right, right, right. So if I was gonna get it like hand to hand, it was either someone I knew personally. And another thing about what you said about Tulsa and Kansas City, Topeka, Lawrence, like the area that I'm from, is we got a lot of people coming and going. You know, no one not a lot of people want to live there. Like a lot of them were there either because of the military from somewhere else, or right. you know, they took a job somewhere with the railroad or something like that. That kind of that has that has them there from somewhere else. And then as soon as they get out of there, they get out of there because who wants to be there kind of thing, you know. Right. And right. uh so with that, you know, a lot of a lot of kids from growing up my experience, a lot of kids from Chicago, a lot of kids from California, um, a lot of kids from Oklahoma, and yeah, and a lot of kids from Texas. So they're all bringing the music that they're they're like very cult, thriving cultural uh, music scenes. We're already producing, you know. So you got kids from California from the Bay Area bringing in the Too Short, bringing in the E40, bringing in the Mac Dre. You right. got all the kids from Texas. This is just my memory, but it's like you got all the kids from Texas bringing in all the little flip, bringing in all the screw. <laughs> bringing in all this you know what i'm saying and then you got all the yeah. kids from from uh everywhere else bringing in the west coast music like the la stuff and whatever else and then we got the television so it's like coming to us that's like the only way i was going to find out about east coast is because of the television because i'm like oh man they got it they got a guy i remember there was this song called uh there was a rapper named Nine. He had one hit. His album was good. And his song was like, what you want, Nine? Man, I still remember this. I haven't heard this song in years. But I still remember it. <laughs> like, what you want, Nine? Mad beats for my rhymes. What you want, Nine? Mad clips for my Nine. What you want, Nine? A ill posse in my name up in lights and I in me. And he rapped like with this weird, like raspy voice. Like that's how they used to rap like 93, 94. Oh, what's going to the do? When the do? It's like early BMX kind of thing, you know? Right, right, right. So that kind of thing where you got so many uh, different influences coming in, for me, it was like, all right, well, where do I fit in in this? Like, what's my, like, how do I fit into this? Like, I don't, and then, you know, you go through your phases where you just straight up bite stuff. Like, I used to just straight up bite through stuff. I used to just straight up bite corrupt. Like, word for word, rhyme for rhyme, cadence for cadence, you know. Just imitating, mimicking. And then uh, my one of my good friends, Eric, I remember I was rapping like corrupt because I, I think I was attracted, I was attracted to, the complexity of corrupts rhymes and I was attracted to to the like he still had like a street kind of thing to him that I still don't have but I had proximity to what 
I had proximity to what he was talking about. The things he was right. talking about, I wasn't participating in, but I, I could see it or I knew somebody who was doing similar stuff. So right. I was like, all right. So I used to try to buy, rap like corrupt. And then my buddy was like, man, it's cool. I think he did it the best way you could do it too. Cause he was like, you good, man. You sound like corrupt though. <laughs> you try to sound like you. <laughs> Uh oh. <laughs> you sound like you. And I was like, yeah. So I say all that to say it's a thing of like synthesizing your influences and then filtering them through your, your sensibilities and your uh, uh, heart, passion, thoughts things you care about you know I think that's what it comes down to is like that and that's how it happened for me is like I distilled my favorite things about my favorite artists and then I filtered it through what I knew you know right and then being being confident and honest about what I really know not what I think people want me to say or that may be the, they might get me the best response if I just like followed a certain blueprint, you know, which is which is the reality of my situation for quite some time. Because it's like I go through, I could tell you how many times people be like, like uh, they'll hear my music, or even early on, even with some of the labels I dealt with, it's like man. Or if I were to search my name on Twitter, it'd be like he's a cool. I just oh the accent thing, his voice, oh they don't like it. Or they don't like this and that. Like, but there are things that are very, I try not to take it personal, but sometimes it's like, man, that's some stuff that I'm just, I just am, you know? Like, I'm just, yeah. I'm just country. Like, I don't know, but I'm not dumb. Like, you feel me? Like, yeah. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm nice, but sometimes they want to hear it a certain way. Or if they're, if they're consuming music a certain way, this is something I take into consideration, right? Like, if they're consuming a bunch of Griselda, right? Because that's popular now, and that's kind of like become, that has a certain visibility. Yep. And then you hear me on a beat that they think they want to hear a gun on. It's like, man, he ain't, he ain't go boom, 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 boom. <laughs> you feel me? So it's yeah. like, oh, they're automatically like turned off. You know what I'm saying? Because they came into it with like a, a certain notion. So that's something. Yeah, a, cer that, a certain expectation. Yeah, for certain sure. Certain expectation. Yeah, they come into it with a certain expectation. And they hear my voice rapping about fruit snacks or something. And it's like, man, this is bogus. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't want to hear this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who is this guy? So I think that's the, that's the biggest thing, though, is just, just trying to stay, stay you. Like have your influences, but just make sure you're filtering them through through you, through your eyes, through your experiences, through your life, through your path, you know? What inspired you to really like go at it and not just become like a consumer or rap, but like wanting to actually rap yourself? Like what like what pushed you to be like, let me do this? It's my turn. Man, um, I would say it was. Man, that's a really good question. You're good at this. You're a journalist. Oh, um, I try. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the biggest thing was, man, I saw, I saw that 
a voice. I felt, let me reframe that. I felt like a voice like mine wasn't out there. Felt like I'm consuming all of this music. I like all of this music, but but I don't feel like my my particular perspective is out there. So I think I have something to contribute because otherwise I wouldn't have pursued it. I can say that now after years of doing it, but it's like that 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 was the thing. I, I remember I wrote a um. We had this thing called Mandela in high school, and it was this book of, uh, you know, just all the artists at the school would submit a piece of art, whether it was a photo, like photography, painting, drawing, or short story, essayist, all that kind of stuff. Right. And my buddy told me to, uh, no, wasn't my buddy, it was my teacher, Miss Vega. Miss Vega told me to submit for it because she liked my stuff. She's I like your writing. And she was like this white lady, man. And I was like, really? For real? I was like, I'll just write raps. It was just raps. And she was like, no, that's really good. You should admit it. You should submit it. And I submitted it. And then I, I think seeing it, I saw it in the book, like in like a tangible form. And when I saw that, I was like, yo someone's reading this like someone's looking at this like your voice is in a thing that other people are gonna read you know and then I thought like yo I gotta start getting on some beats like I gotta start I gotta start putting these thoughts and ideas on something tangible so there's proof that I tried that was a lot of it but like there's gotta be some sort of recorded uh medium that shows that I attempted mm-hmm. that made attempt you know, and then, yeah, from there, it was just like, yeah, I think I got something to add. And then that got reinforced when I would perform or I would I would do my rap thing for people. And I got some positive reinforcement and negative reinforcement, too. But <laughs> I think that's I think that's the biggest thing is like, yeah, I think I got something to contribute to this. And I don't know if I was right or wrong yet, but I guess we'll see. You know, hey, you know, like that's like that's a that's a spark for so many people in any sort of like creative field type shit. Like that's just like not seeing yourself and feeling like I can put something in here that wasn't there before. Like that's such a powerful that's such a powerful thought to have and to just be like, let me do this my way. You know, like there's so much power in that and to like and and for you and for you to like kind of do your thing and be recognized like as early on as you were by somebody like Odyssey, who like, I think reached out to you on MySpace, right? Bro, Is that right? Yeah, it's like that's- craziest, It's the craziest thing. Like, so th- this is the 100% truth. I had never heard of my Odyssey. <laughs> I'd never heard of him. And I had a friend, um, my man, Sean Miner, shout out to Sean Miner. I was kicking it at his house and he was really into that sort of rap. Like he was really into underground hip hop and he was really into like the low budget crew. And uh, he was into, oh, there's a group from Waco, Strange Fruit Project. He was in a Strange Fruit Project and Odyssey produced on one of those records. And he was playing that for me. And I was like, yeah, man, like this, this dude Odyssey, Said he wanted to like do some music. 
And dude was looking at him like, honestly, he wants to work with you? I was, yeah. Like, he hit me up on MySpace. He said, you have to do it. You have to. <laughs> I'm like, word, all right. Like, I'm not hip, you know? Like, I'm not hip to who he's like, man, as soon as you get home, you get on your MySpace, you tell him that you want to work. And the story that Odyssey tells me is I was in the top eight of another friend of mine named Miles Bonnie. He's a producer and trumpeter um, and just all around musician, great guy. And I was in his top eight and Odyssey heard my stuff on his page and they found me that way. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that was very, it was very like gratifying. Like once I started like listening to more Odyssey stuff, I was like, oh, this dude is a professional. And he's thinks I'm dope. You know, that was very gratifying. And then he was like, yo, you should come out. We should, we should cut some records, man. And I'm like, all right. Like, well, you know, I work. Like, I'm still talking. I have this bad habit. I just I just don't think of things outside of like my immediate real life sometimes. So I'm just like, yeah, I got I don't get off work till this day and that day. I might have enough money for it on it. He's like, man, I'm gonna fly you out, man. You can, I'm if I wanted to work with you, I'm gonna make sure that it works out that way. Right. I'm gonna make I'm gonna facilitate it. And I was like, yo, I'm a rapper, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> Shit. I'm like, I'm actually dope. And then, yeah, man, we, uh, that's still my man. But yeah, we went out there and we cut like four, cut more than what came out. We released four records. I think we cut like seven, eight records. Mm. But yeah, sitting there on his hard drive. Shout out to Odyssey, man. You know, let those, let those records free. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man. It was very, it was very like, and then that's how I got introduced to, uh, you know, the rest of Mellow Music Group. Right. And, and uh, yeah, like I said, very gratifying. Like, it's very good to, it's a good feeling knowing that you're, you're, you're doing something in the direction of something productive and it's going in a direction where you can be reminded to keep working on your craft and that somebody's listening, you know? Right. Especially, especially since you had already been like making music and projects like before that, it's not like that was like the first thing you've done or anything. Yeah, nah. And then like, you know, and like, and like for me, I feel like, um, or, or not, 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 I feel like my introduction to you as I imagine it was for a lot of people was, was the, was the LaRange record, the city under the city. And then of course, central standard. Uh -huh. And, you know, like we were talk talking about mellow and like, that's, and you know, like LaRange is the homie I had him on last season. Shout out, shout out to LaRange always and forever. And LaRange. Like, Let's do yeah, another man. one, LaRange. Let's do another Please, one. Please make that happen. Like, come on now. Let's, <laughs> Let's put the word out there. LaRange, let's do another one, man. All right. I, I'm, 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 I'm going to let him know later. I'm going to let him know later. But, yeah. Um, let him know, man. Let's do another one. So, like, so like one of my so like one of my favorite things about your style in particular, like the way you put words together, I love the way you stretch out rhyme schemes. Like, I, like, I feel like, like it almost feels like such a basic thing to, like, t tell someone they're really good at, but, like, elongating a scheme or the way that you do on the song like monochrome like i was listening to that before we hopped on the phone like that's like like the way oh, that you kind of you. 
yeah of course the way you weave through that song and just like keep the is just stretch the scheme for like bars and bars and bars and bars is just like this motherfucker is still rap like he's rapping yeah. about like eight different things but it all it's it's all in this it's I, like that shit's really impressive to me i like that a lot you know <laughs> yeah. um yeah. it's it's one of those things that um it's like a very nerdy thing that i i got obsessed with at some point where it was like <laughs> I would listen to other rappers and it seemed like they would switch it every four, you know? And yeah. then I started challenging myself, like, yo, how long can you do this? Like, how long can you stretch? And I had a, uh, my buddy Martinez, uh, his whole thing, he's like, he would, when we were younger, he would just be like, yo, keep going. Cause sometimes I would stop <laughs> at the four or the eight and he's like, no, keep going, keep going. So it was like a challenge that we would have with each other, you know, to like keep coming up with, with rhymes like i'm real big on rhymes like rhyming like yeah you know like not like fake rhyming or like the inner you know the syllables and the interline rhyme and, and it making sense yeah like, like slant rhymes and shit yeah 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 so yeah that's just the nerdy part of me just like loving the loving the rhyme stuff you know sometimes i'm like man you need to like dumb it down but then I say, nah, I'm having too much fun. Which is, <laughs> w- w- which is a crazy thing to say because it's not even like anything you're saying is like overly complex. You just, you just, you just don't have to rhyme at all, you know? Like yeah. at least not to me, you know? Like it's not like it, it's not like you're like going over niggas' heads and shit. It's just like, yeah, you know, it just all rhymes, and that's yeah. like, you know, and like that appeals to the nerdy side of me too. Yeah, uh, you know, like and, and then you're here stuff like for. The, right like hearing stuff like that and like smoke rings and shit like just like it's just real it's just like this is a person who cares about rapping like this is a person who cares about putting the words together in a way that's hard that's it you know like and that's and that's cool that's enough that's good it's good that you like to do that so yeah thanks man and that and that's actually very like i appreciate that as like a reinforcement thing because I think sometimes I, I, I even get in my head about it like, yo, and me and Conductor talk about it sometimes. It's like, he'll be, I'll be coming to him with like, yo, I got this, I got this idea, man. It's going to be like how a tomato is representative of a heart. And then when the heart gets eaten or cut and then a worm, and he'll just be like, yo, man, just rhyme, bro. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's like his whole thing. He's like, man, just rhyme. Right. I'm like, all right, man. All right, all right. And that's how those records come together. It's like, I'm going to just rhyme. I'm just going to rhyme. You know, so that that feels good hearing you say that. Like, that is being acknowledged or observed. You know, that it's like, man, I'm just rhyming, man. Like, I don't I don't have a, a lot of, um, I just like making the raw shit. The raw shit, man. The raw shit. That's, and that's cool, um, you know, like. The yeah. raw shit is the, the the raw shit is enough, you know. Like there was like real quick aside, I was reading this. Um, are you um are you familiar with the dude Wiki out of New York, right? Oh yeah, the Rat King. Super yeah, dope. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's crazy. His um, uh, what's it called? Half God from last year, the Navy Blue. Produ- crazy. Amazing. So crazy. wild. So like crazy. he got so he got in, he got he got interviewed by my man Al. Shout out to Al. Had him on this. Had him on the show oh, last Al, season. Al, Alphonse Al. Pierre. Um. Mm-hmm. So like. Wiki mentioned something about how I don't remember the exact quote, but it was it went something along the lines of like, don't belittle my art by trying to make me feel like I need to be something that I'm not 
in the sense that like I'm you know like you know like I'm rapping about things that I live in the way that I rap them and like it's you know you know like you could consider it to be more like traditional by New York values or whatever but like my art isn't less than what I think it is because it's not weird enough or it's not mm -hmm. different enough like mm -hmm. I make music mm -hmm. that's good like or, or, or not even that I make music that's good like I make music that sounds this way and that's fine. It doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to be like a Kanye West where you're like reinventing yourself on every project. Like right. you can just right. kind of do what you do and do it well. And people who gravitate toward it, gravitate toward it. it it's not always going to guarantee that you, you know, like sell a million records or like, or, 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 or do like billions of streams or whatever. But like, if people like it, they're going to seek it out and you're going to have exactly people it. who are like, yeah, you know, like that's, that's like, exactly. I think that's, I think that's such an important thing to always remind people of because like you don't have to like you don't have to have this like dramatic evolution to be considered a rapper or to be considered an artist or whatever the fuck like just mm -hmm. do you and do it well and that's enough you know like that's type so shit. important <laughs> that's so important to push though because like we were talking about earlier like uh when I was just starting out there's that whole thing of like well if I do it like this, or, you know, that'll get, this will garner this response or that response, but it'll be false to me. Right. You know, you know? <laughs> you know and that's, that's where I had to, I had to finally get to that place before I could even step out and record on my own to where I was like, I don't want it to be false though. I don't want it to be false. I don't want it to be something that doesn't represent who I am at the very right. core, you know, and, you know, some records, some records will be better than others, but I got to keep, recording and keep going and keep uh committing to it I, th I think about um how Kendrick Lamar is in like a very I was listening to that uh Spotify thing they did about the pimple butterfly oh yeah because that came out today yeah right that came out today and one of the things he says one of the things the narrator says that I didn't think about until he said it was he's like yo Kendrick can do all this because he's got the juice like, you can call George Clinton and have him do your intro. Like, right. you can kind of, like, see that through. And he's kind of, he's, he's uh, we miss him because he's likely doing the same thing any other artist is doing, which is just, like, fine-tuning his talent, you know? Right. And not releasing it doesn't mean that it's not happening, you know? And I think I think about that a lot, like just drilling down on what your craft is, what your ability is, and when it's ready, it's ready. You're not on right. else's clock, you know. And um, but yeah, it's just it's just something I thought about because it's like, man, you don't have to, you don't have to um, concern yourself all the time with that because I well I make it personal. Like I want the new Kendrick Lamar album. Like I really. I mean, want yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not for me to say, you know, it's his art. Yeah. You know, he'll release it when he feels like it's ready. And it's something that, that he wants us to consume. However, he'll decide for us to consume it, you know? I, right. I'm like, dang. But I, I'm getting real tired of seeing these jokes on Twitter about my guy, man. Like, they're joking about <laughs> him, him being retired. I'm like, yo, Kendrick. Show up. <laughs> 
You, you got to come back and smash somebody. the barbershop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> smash somebody in the, the face. The barbershop is killing us right now. Like, your boy, man. <laughs> Where is he at? Going year six, man. What's going on, man? <laughs> I see him at the Super Bowl, but I mean, he gonna do everything but drop album. That's what he gonna do everything but drop album. People, people, people were waiting for a new single and it didn't happen. But it's gonna happen when it happens, you know. But it's it's that hurt too. I really wait. I know. I know. A, a, a lot of people did. I, I, I was kind of hoping for it, but at the same time, I was like, probably not. But, you know, I've, I've, I've kind of tempered my expectations when it comes to Kendrick. Like, I'm ready when he's ready. But, like, I'm going to feel the hype when the single drops. And then when it's time, you know, like, I'm just trying to, I'm saving all my energy for when it's time for us to really, like, lock it. But, but no, I get it. You know, like, he's, yeah. he's someone who, he's someone who cares about that process. And that process is, a uh, I wish more, like, not to say that people don't care about it, but I wish more people kind of, like, understood the value of making people wait, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah, like, it does. It makes a ton of sense. I mean, especially in hip-hop. I mean, Adele makes everybody wait. Right. Adele makes everybody wait every single time, and she's gigantic. And now that she's here, I mean, I'm not a giant Adele fan. The wife is, but... uh yeah, I mean, whatever. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, her, like, but her fans are like, you know, she they she has sustained them. Like, yeah, you talk to Adele fans, it's like he's the she's the you know she's like she's my my beacon, like I she's my <laughs> north star. Right. Okay, you sad or whatever? Like that's odd. <laughs> Hey, but hey, hey, man! People can say people can say the same thing about people who who are the same way with like Kendrick, Kendrick, you know? Like, yeah. yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm sure I'm just, right. I'm just or like all the everyone who's like uh, Drake or Cole fans, right? We're like, man, Cole drop keeps going. He keeps showing up and he keeps going, and he just dropped that verse call. You know, they're inserting narratives like he did. He just Kendrick on the song with Benny the Butcher. That's the one I heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's the best. If Kendrick don't show up, he's not the best. It's like, oh man, I don't know about all that. <laughs> that that's that's semantics. That's semantics. People, people, people are people are gassing it. Like yeah. Cole, ha- Cole does great on features, but like, uh, I'm 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 not I'm not gonna get into my feelings on Cole right now. But like, <laughs> um, I got a few. I got a few opinions. They're strong yeah. too. Oh man, we 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 can save that for another time. But like, yeah, like I, I yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I get yeah. it. And I think like yeah. to kind of to kind of go back to what you were saying before about um, just like recognizing yourself and kind of putting yourself mm-hmm. like that's like to me, that's what made a project like Central Standard Time so special when I first heard it because you know I can't really think of very many like I like. I don't, I can't think of many, I can't make, uh, sorry, one more time. I can't think of many other rappers from your area who represented it in the way that you did. You know, like you were like, this is like, this is me. Not even like, this is where I'm from or like this, like this is me, you know, like from songs, like with the, like from the LZI joint to Holding Back Tears to Cold to James Lemonade, like this is me in the way that like, it feels like the essential stick figure, you know, like, you know how when like an artist used to- You actually got it, man. (laughs) That makes me really really happy. 
you, bro. The thing about that particular record is, all right, so Pete, so we had just did the one with LaRange, right? And yeah. it had a pretty good response. And I really still, LaRange, I wanted to do another one. <laughs> but I don't think that was going to happen. So then I had a conversation with the boss, and I was like, he was like, what do you want to do with your next record? And I was, with everything you just said, I was like, man, because the LaRange record is not me. Like, it's it's both of us. It's a collaborative effort. And right. it has, like, a storyline, and it has, like, its own themes. But it's not, I mean, there's, there's raps about me, but it's not entirely, like, my vision. You know, because it's a right. And then, um, so with Central, with Central Standard Time, I was like, yo, like, you asking me to do me? This is what would happen. And that was the goal. It was like, track one, I do that all my performances. I had that double time flow thing. That's something I've been doing for, like, five years at that point. Right. Track two, Elzai, one of my favorite rappers ever. I wanted a song with him and it happened and it was crazy. Track three, Cold, that was about some local business and uh, some issues, some <laughs> local stuff I needed to air out. And the flow was like, that was dope because I got to do it on a LaRange beat. I don't think people expected that. And the audience is like super backpack audience. And I yeah. was like, what if I trap float on this? Like, that's would be crazy. Wild, love that because, song to this day. Because I've been rapping that like when I was learning to rap and like I was really into Three Six Mafia and stuff and Lord Infamous and stuff. Like that's how I used to rap. So like I got <laughs> to do that on that record. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think the next song is like the ins and outs. That's again like nerdy lyrical stuff, playing with words. James Lemonade. I get to do like my super weird stuff with. Homeboy Sandman and Quella yeah. Chris, another two guys that I think are incredible. Um, and, you know, Holding Back Tears, super personal. And then the last joint with uh, Rapping Forte. Rapping Forte, yeah. It is like, bro. And that was a funny conversation, too, because he was like, Yo, who, who would you want? Nate, we were talking about, like, features. Who would you want? And I'm like, uh. I think the first time I got you know, we had a budget, but I was like, you're asking me, I want E-40, Scarface, <laughs> Bun B, you know. He's like, well, we can't afford any of them dudes, you know. But we got to talking, and I was like, what about, I was like, what about rapping Fote? Because, like, Players Club was one of those, one of those Rap City joints I used to love as a kid. Right. He was like, let me see. And it happened. And I was like, yo, I got a song rapping Fote. And it's like, I know Rapper Forte don't mean the same thing that he means to me. What he means to me is what he means to everybody else. But like the fact that I got to do that, you know what I'm saying? Like it's very specific to who I am. So hearing you say you caught that is like, it means the world to me because that's what I was going for. And sometimes I don't know, catch, catch what I'm trying to do, you know? So that's yeah, the, like that's you you know and like and like that's like that's an like that's another thing that just like in general like regardless of what project we're talking about because we're going to get into the the later mm -hmm. stuff obviously like it's just like your 
you know, like there's no, there's no other stick figure, you know, like just, just like the way you rap, the stuff you talk about, the way you talk about it, like that's you, you know? And like, that's, it's like, I'm all, like, I'm always just attracted to people who are like, you could just tell, like you're, you could just tell that you're being yourself, you know, like even, even on, um, even on uh, tomorrow is forgotten is the is like the first the, mm. the, the first joint with conductor Williams that like that like I really tapped yeah. into like for real for real for real like hearing hearing a song like the Earth special crisis <laughs> album yeah what? <laughs> wait 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 what'd you call it that's my existential crisis album that why, was... why, why is that your existential crisis album because like. The world, at least to me, I was like, yo, the world is on fire. I think it was like the first time I had recognized that the world was on fire, you know? Yeah, okay. I mean, I knew it was, but I hadn't like looked up and like, oh man, like everything is bad. And then uh, I had a talk with Conductor and we were just, he's like, man, you have to. We were having these conversations about that. And he was like, bro, you're going to have to rap about some of it. It wouldn't be real (laughs) if you didn't rap about some of it, you know? Right. So that's why I called it that. Like just every thought that I was having at the time, like the earth, like, I mean, there's jokes and humor on there too. But right. Like, yeah. It's not depressing, but <laughs> it's definitely like some, some undercurrent of like, yo, what is happening in the world? But, and what are you going to even do about it? Cause you're just, you, you know, that was like kind of the, the theme of that record, but right. Yeah. You know, yeah. like what can you do and shit, but yeah, like, like I like I feel like we've been leading up to this the whole time, but like, talk to me about your relationship with Conductor. Like, how did y'all meet, and what was it about? What was it about his music that really attracted you to what he was doing? And like, because yeah, like y'all have a bunch of projects together, like like put out yeah. over the course of like not too long of a time. Like, what yeah. was it about him? Like, how did y'all meet, and what was it about him that really stuck with you? Well, Conductor's from Kansas City. I'm from Topeka. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was doing music in the scene, um, I mean, I was working with, I was working with as many people in the scene as I could. Because I was from, it's kind of, I don't know. I don't know. I think the best way I could maybe compare it is like, if you're from, you're from New Jersey. Yeah. You're from New Jersey? I am from Jersey, yep. I imagine you got if you want to get something done, you might have to go to the city. Right? Yeah, like that's, that's where it's that's where it's popping at. That's like, facts. Shout out to Redman, shout out to Joe Budden, Queen Latifah, <laughs> all of Jersey. Just Latifah. Blaze, just Blaze is from Jersey too. Sorry. Just Blaze. <laughs> yeah, Jersey, Jersey. It's like being from Jersey though. Being from Kansas is like being from Jersey because Kansas City, Missouri is the actual city. Right. So when you're from Topeka right. or Kansas City, Kansas, they look at you like how New Yorkers look at Jersey, like, yeah, it's, it's over there. You know, <laughs> I don't <laughs> yeah. ever have to. Like Kansas City, Missouri is like, I don't ever have to go over there. Like, I have no need for it. So I have to be over there a lot. And so I was playing lots of shows, man, in Kansas City. And uh, we crossed paths. And I want to say, he invited me to his crib. He invited me to his crib in like 2009. 
and he was playing me beats and we bonded over Three Six Mafia. He was talking about how we like Three Six Mafia. We was making hip hop music, yada yada. And um, we just had chemistry, man. Like we just had like a a musical and personal chemistry that like was very easy. Like it was, I showed up, he put on the beat, I rap. He showed up, I put on the beat. We watched Martin, we played 2K, you know, I mix song. And it was just very, like, it was very cool like that. And, um, yeah, I've just known him forever. And then nothing changed. Like, uh, he, he uh, I think Westside Gun discovered him on Instagram. I don't want to speak for him, but I think he, he saw him on Instagram and was like, yo, this dude is incredible. And it was one of those really dope moments because it's like, dang, when your, when your homeboy – is getting recognized for something you've been watching him do. You know what I'm saying? Like that's there's no there's no feeling like that. It's like if you hoop with somebody all the time and they go to the league, it's like, wow. Man. It's incredible because it just makes it more tangible for you. You know what I'm saying? And he never, and like I said, we still making records. I think we we still planning on making another one, you know. Let's uh, go, man. Yeah, yeah. So the, the most recent one, Joyland, I think is like the best one we've done so far, which which makes me anticipate that the one we do after that will be even better than that one. Like that's the way I look at our our collaborations is they just get better and better wow. and better with each release. You know what I'm saying? So that's incredible, you know? Yeah, yeah. So so be on the lookout for that. I mean, I got ideas. I can't leak any of them yet, but yeah, don't do that. Conductor, he's he's the guy, man. He's the guy. And it's not just because he's my man either, though. Like, his talent, it just speaks for itself. And I think the the main thing about his production style is that he has the same attitude that I do about rapping. Like, everyone does not like the way he does his thing. Like, Oh, no. No, no, no. Like, a lot of people, I've seen it. Like, I've seen people be like, yo, why does he use the tag so much? And why does he do the this and the that? And what's with the world? <laughs> but it's like, that's literally how he has always done him. Like he gets in front, he finds records, he gets in front of that machine and he goes. And he doesn't even like, he doesn't even take, like I always say like, he's like a DJ. You know how DJs be like, I don't take requests. Yeah. That's, that's how his, that's his style. Like <laughs> he's gonna send you the beat and he ain't gonna be no modifications to it. Right. Like you take, it, you take it as is. Take my art the way that I gave it to you. And if it moves you to throw some words on it, you know what I'm saying, put some flows on it, then go ahead. And if it don't, that's fine too, because I'm just still be over here making slaps, you know. And I think that's no, send, no sending back the burger, no sending back the burger, no sending back the burger. You don't tell the chef, you don't tell the chef that you want more <laughs> mushrooms and none of that. Like right. it's what it is. Uh, <laughs> I think we both have that in common. I think that's where our synergy uh, and our attitude is the same when it comes to the art, right. You can't buy that shit. Like you can't buy that type of chemistry, you know. And like, and yeah. and, and, and like, I, and like, I feel what you're saying because I was watching. Um, I saw him on um the NPR joint with Gun, mm. uh, talking mm-hmm. to uh, um, talking about how he put um, how he put the beat that Tyler wound up using for Call Me If You Get Lost together, and just like I could see mm-hmm. like yeah, like this is this is a guy who really, I could tell that he cared in a way that a lot of people don't. 
you know, like, and just, and, and, and just like, cause, cause, um, you know, not we'll to, not correct. to, toot my, not to toot my own horn, but I just interviewed Makami not too long ago. And, um, no, no, that's my man, Paul, my man, Paul did that. I did it for Pitchfork. He came, I'm, I'm not going to tell the story. This isn't about me, but listening, but listening to, um, <laughs> listening to uh pray for haiti and like hearing those conductor tags like i think he has like four songs in a row on there he's got more yeah. but like there's like four that are back to back to back to back and back just back, like yeah. the way and just like and just like the way that they're so i hate to use the word wonky but they're so like they, they warble like you said it's like they're constantly yeah. like on the edge or something and just yeah. like hearing that style and like even people who are like really into that like quote-unquote lo-fi type of thing are like that like nobody's doing that you nobody's know like it's and, and 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 just like they groove and they funk but you know like they kind of mm. they smell a little bit if yeah. you get what i mean right you know like yeah. that's, 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 that's the type of thing that i like yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, and you know. <laughs> know you can't get it nowhere else. That's the most important part. Is right. like knowing that you can't get it anywhere else is is the thing. Like, there's like a thousand fake DJ premieres. There's a thousand fake. Oh rizzles. my god, <laughs> it's too many for real. There's there was there, there were so many fake Kanye West beats. Like, you know what I'm saying? Jesus. <laughs> but I'm saying it's like we talk about. Like if you try to rap like project project, everyone will know immediately and you will be corny for trying to do it. Right. It is right. the same thing. When you try to bite my man, like you're gonna look super crazy because it's just it's too obvious. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you bite my man. So yeah, using 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 the Yeah. Using the um using the um yeah, somebody coming through using like a like the tag is like engineer instead of conductor, conductor, like engineer, like <laughs> yeah, something bootleg, yeah, something bootleg, some shit, like yeah, we don't do yeah, this is the real deal. So, but yeah, that's my man. I'm proud of him, man. That's my brother for real. So that's hard, man. Your yeah, ears, just get yeah. ears and hearts open for whatever we come up with next, but and whatever he got coming next. You feel me? Right. I can't wait. Honestly, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go back and do my revisits later tonight, just off of all yeah. of this. But I got I got a couple more questions for you. And the next one is about, you know, you know, you've like there was a, you know, like you you and Conductor kind of went crazy and are still are going crazy. But like you, you know, you had your run of projects. And then I saw earlier this year that you were putting something together with August Fannin, um, Heresy, which is coming out in really soon. Uh, but like, yeah, 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 right. So like. So like what um what did I want to ask? So like what um so like what was it about what what was it about August that really caught you? Because I talked to my man Def C last year. He um um, um he um he and August made the EP that's really incredible. Yeah, Please. everybody everybody go listen to Def C. He's fucking amazing. Um, Please um do. yeah, like so like what was it about? So like what was it about August that really caught your ear and like made you want to make a whole project with him because i'm noticing that you're starting to do you're starting to go back into like the one producer collab bags a little bit so like what's it's, la- it's gonna probably be the last one i do um <laughs> but um the thing well, because I, I mean honestly it's just i don't know i've been going i've been going man let me sit down yeah. somewhere for a little bit and catch my breath no uh 
<laughs> with August, with August, it was interesting because um, August is a friend of Anwar High Science, formerly known as Hoslow. And oh wow, yeah, Hoslow used to be on Mellow Music with me, and right, we became we became homies over the last few few years. And I don't know if I think he mentioned, I think he mentioned that he had got a beat from August. And he sent, he was like playing it for me. And I was like, yo, that's crazy. Like, who, what, what is that? Is that him? That's the August dude. <laughs> and we got to having a conversation and he was like, yo, he lives in Texas where you live. I said, no way. No way in the world that man lives out here. He said, I'll link you guys. <laughs> I'll give you information and all that. So he gives me his information. I text him. And then August is like, yo, let's do a whole record. I was like, word? And initially, I only wanted to do like an EP, like five songs or something like that. Right. But he pushed for an album, and now we have an album. And I'm going I'm to tell you about it. I'm going to tell you about the album um, and the features, because I ain't talked about it yet. But um, Please. Vic Spencer. Hey, you know, shout out to Vic. <laughs> shout out to Vic Spencer. Uh, Denmark Vesey. Shout out to fucking Denmark, bro. I hope he's doing okay. Yeah, Iceberg Theory. Um, one of my close homies, Body. Uh, Anwar High Sign. Yeah. Uh, Oslo is on it. Uh, my man, Seuss Mace, is on it. And it's going to be something very different. It's going to be very weird. It, that's the heads up I have. Hey, man. <laughs> but it's going to be like weird. We like weird. We like weird over here. Like, yeah, that, that's that, so, that's not a detriment. Yeah, but I want everyone to check that out, man. It's uh, yeah, it's called Heresy, um, because you know, uh, the idea the idea of heresy is that anything that runs counter to an orthodox belief is heresy. Yeah, and in uh, in the sense of hip hop, I'm just like. Well, that's what I'm about to do. I'm about to go unorthodox. You know what I mean? That's really all it means. Not much. Right. That. But yeah, we going. It's my unorthodox project, and I hope people, I hope people enjoy it. Man, I'm ex like yeah, like I'm excited to hear it because yeah, it's like saying up front, I haven't heard it yet, so I can't. Even, I, mean, I mean, like I heard yeah. the single, um, the one that the one that the well, one that um, um, yeah, no, I'm fucking with it, and just like I all saw right, cool. like. Like the thing that grabbed me was the art because you know the homie fucking flowers did it. Shout out, shout, oh, shout out to flowers. flowers he did, yeah. He did the he did the he did the logo for um he did the logo for my for the podcast. Like he's, oh no doubt. Like, yeah, now nah, he's like yeah. yeah like all the promo clips and stuff I do like that's all mm -hmm. like the, the artistic direction is all him. He he did all oh, of that. Shout for out me. to flowers, man. Incredibly talented. Yeah, he's he's the best. I love him. And, uh, Uncle Tim did the artwork. I haven't seen it yet, but you will on the day of its release. And then um. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Saga Saad mastered it. So it's 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 something different, y'all. Something different. Something different Hell for me. Yeah. It's probably gonna be my last, like, I don't know. I don't know if I have another record this year. I think I'm gonna go back, I'm gonna go pull a Kendrick on y'all for a little bit, disappear and try to okay. like come up with a new, come up with a new what do you, what did Kendrick say? New flows coming, be patient, brother. And then come up with Yeah, be patient, brother. <laughs> Be crazy, brother. Crazy, brother. Yeah, we'll come back with yeah. some more songs, but Yeah, you can't be you can't be you can't be uh um 
uh, you can't always show your ass and take them to class. You, you can't can. always multitask like Megan, brother. <laughs> Sorry, I had, to, I, I had to come in there with that. That shit was crazy. Like, it, r- real quick before I ask my last question, it took me way longer than I'm comfortable admitting to realize that he was talking about the fact that Meg was still in school when he said that. Like, 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 like I'm like, I was listening to the song, like, I think yeah. maybe like a couple months after it came out. And I was like, because Meg, it was the, it was the day Meg graduated, you know? So like, I was like, shit, he's talking about fucking Meg. Like, I, like it just, it, it was a head bust, bro. It was crazy. I was like, wow. I, I just had one of those. I don't have many of those moments, but like, that was like, wow. Like, how, long, how, long how did I miss this? Until, how long we got to wait until we just start calling him? Like a great. What what's the holdup? What are we waiting on? I don't know. I like honestly, I think he's a great. He's not my favorite, but he's a great. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 like great, um. Though. Oh no, he's definitely a great. Like it's 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 like a. Um, I saw somebody on Twitter talking today about uh, Wiz Khalifa, and people were like, "So like you think Wiz is a legend?" And somebody was, and my man Harold Bingo, shout out to Harold. He was like, "Yes." Like I'm not a huge uh, yeah. fan, and his music is kind of hit or miss. But Wiz is a legend. Like He's a legend. you know, He's been in this thing you know, for how long? Man? Like um, almost 20 years at this point, you know, like he, he's, oh, he's, he's been around and you know, like between Kush and Orange Juice and Black and like Black and Yellow alone, he's 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 out of here, you know, like yeah. regardless of how you feel about Kendrick, like regardless of how you feel about whatever his whatever, like Kendrick is yeah. Kendrick is a great. Like we can, we can, I can confide with you in the fact that Kendrick is a great, like I think, he's. I hope that the, I guess I'm thinking to myself that if the next one, I, I'll ask you this cause you're in the, the, the journalist world, but do you think it's such a thing anymore of like, is there such a thing anymore of like, if this next one isn't, if this next one's a stinker, it's over for him. Like, is that, sentiment still a thing for artists yeah definitely i don't know like well, i don't know if it's gonna be didn't. oh yeah <laughs> yeah it, it, it yeah poor guy man i i, I mean it, it's the, the 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 big day is not good and it was the whole like his his situation was different because like that was like the debut album even though it wasn't really the day it, it was he he, he kind of set himself up for What'd you say? Yeah. Sorry, you cut out for a sec. No, I was agreeing with you. Like he set himself up for that because it's been like it's another album instead of yeah. like, like it's my debut. It's my most intent. It's my shouldn't have did that. Shouldn't did that. Yeah, if he was gonna just say hot should. shower. It's like <laughs> you know, like it, it 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 is what it is. But like, but like Kendrick. So let me say this up front. Damn is not my favorite thing he's ever done. I haven't really revisited most of it. There's like songs on it that I like. Like I appreciate the construction of it. And like, especially like he he's somebody else who cares, you know, like Kendrick definitely cares. And I can appreciate the level of craft that he puts into putting forth the message mm-hmm. that he does. That album, not even that it came and went, I just like, it didn't really like do it for me the way like To Pimp a Butterfly yeah. did, which is like, I also don't want to I also want to have myself sound like I'm like the oh I want Kendrick on jazz beats all the time like that's not even like why it didn't hit for me it's just like I don't know it just didn't really like because like because like I love because like I love humble 
I love um I love DNA. I love uh um oh man the um I love the Rihanna song. That that that, that might be my favorite Ooh. song on that. I love that fucking song. Um yeah. and um I, the Steve Lacey joint. Love, he uh, what's the one? I wanna be with you and I wanna be with I wanna be with you and I don't even remember. Oh, is, was that lust? I think love. Maybe, maybe Dude, love. I don't remember. See, but yeah, it has like this. It had this clear, this clear plan of like becoming a crossover artist. You know, like yeah. And it was weird. It's real confusing because he seems conflicted. Like Good Kid, Mad City comes out, everyone deems it a classic, right. Second album comes out, he goes completely radical, bust a left, right? And it's yeah. good. And I'm like, cool, I'm here for that. That's how I felt. I was like, thank you. Right, right. And he goes, damn. And he's like, nah, I want to play with everybody else. That's how I felt. Like, I want to play too. <laughs> like, I want to be, you know, I want a song on radio that that 14 year old will like. And I don't is, begrudge him that. It's just kind right. of confusing when I heard that. When I heard "Damn" the first time, I was like, "What are we going for here?" We look, and it's for? like interesting because then there's a song because then like Duckworth is the closer on the album, and that's like not a radio record, you know? Like I, this song is stupid, crazy, like l- like like maybe one of his best ever. Duckworth is quite possibly. Nuts. It, it's it's up there for me personally so like, like he tried to do so much yeah. on it and i appreciate that about that album but it's not really a project i like revisit a lot outside of duckworth triple x dna humble and the steve lacy song that's pretty and, and, and um <laughs> and um the rihanna joint we are the same like, person like triple x is there crazy yeah it's like, like it's, you know, mad city uh-huh yep yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so it's it's it's. But but I say all of that to say, we should like Kendrick is a great. Like, you don't have to like everything he does to to to, to not at least be like he earned his stripes. He made his impact. Like, you can't you can't make something like you you can't do something like the control verse, and not be a great. Like he 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 really he like he did that. You know, like it, it was that. it was almost it, it was almost ten. I can't believe this. It was almost 10 years ago at this point, but like he did that. It, it all, it's, it's coming up. It's coming up. Like it's, 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 it's like seven, eight years, maybe something like that. We're not quite there yet, but it's, it's creeping. But that's crazy like, though. Yeah. Like that was, and like, that was like a, that was like a, he did that, you know, like you that. can't do that. Yeah. You, you can't do that if you're not in like the great conversation. And Especially like, the way regard- everyone reacted to it man like people were upset yeah like some people is some people are still upset you know like it's it's like that's i think like cole's he's, still upset you want to ask john he asked me that's his john i yeah, think he I mean, never I, mean, I don't think him or drake ever got over that yeah i, I don't know because yeah like and, and like they kind of went about it in their own different little ways like cole what what once again, that's a whole other podcast. My feelings. We'll have that conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Oh, no. No. We'll have that conversation for sure. Off mic. <laughs> but but like fucking um, 
Yeah, it's um, yeah, like like Drake has his little like he'll like put out the little barbs every once in a while. It's like super duper subtle. Kendrick did it for a bit, and then he just he 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 was kind of on his push of T, and then he stopped caring. But yeah. like you know, it's it's um, but I say all of that to say Kendrick is definitely a great. He's a conversation starter. Like when he drops a song or when he drops a feature, all eyes are on Kendrick. Like that's he's he's a great. He's 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 cemented. He's he's cemented for sure. Um, and I wanna I wanna I wanna wrap this up by asking about you and where you kind of feel you are because you know you, you know like Central Standard Time is is turning five this year, which is crazy to think about. And like you, and you know, like you, and like you've kind of, <laughs> you've kind of gone through your whole, like you've gone through a whole new arc, and kind of brought in these people, or, or rather, this person who was, you know, in conductor who was like so integral to you, kind of coming up, and like y'all have all these work, this work together, and like you've kind of, you're on. I don't, I don't want to say you've turned over a new leaf, but you've definitely like, you've kind of like hit a pretty prolific patch of your career and more people are starting to come back and recognize mm. you who weren't necessarily here before. So like in the five years between dropping a record like Central Standard Time and and right now, right before Heresy's about to drop, like how do you, uh, how do you feel you've improved from where you first started? And mm. where do you feel like you're going from here? Like, Man, you are good at this, bro. Um, Thank you. That's a good question. I think when I first started, I think when I first started, my intention was was maybe overly focused on impressing other people, um, trying to prove that I could rap, trying to prove that I was. Because again, like you mentioned previously, I'm from Topeka, Kansas, bro. Like, I'm from somewhere people don't even know if it's a real place. I've had someone ask me, did I make it up? Nah, man. <laughs> uh -uh. So having said that, there's two, two most popular questions. They got Black people there and uh, oh, is that in, and then a state that it's not in? Like... <laughs> I met AC when I was a kid and I told him I was from Topeka. I met him in New York and we were all that near Kentucky. That's a true story. What'd you say, Kentucky? I spent a lot of time trying to impress people with, with my ability or feeling like I had something to prove all the time. Um, so I think that kind of clouded the way that I approached records because I was so focused on trying to impress people. I think uh, going forward, I've been doing a better job, not even a better job, but I've, I've, my intention has changed. Um, I'm not chasing a bag. Uh, and I'm just doing more inward looking instead of outward uh, seeking outside validation for the art. Fast. Like I'm just, I'm just now, and I'm hoping people will hear it on this next record when they hear it. Um, but now I'm just going in word more. I'm just making sure I'm good with it and that it's true and that it's real. I've just been evaluating that piece. Um, Cause I used to just write battle raps, bro. Like I was I like, can tell. 
You know, I just write battle raps. Like if you listen back to um, if you listen back to the LaRange record and that Smoke Rings record, that's like, all battle raps. I swear. And that's I all. Was just I, like in my mind, that's all I wanted to do. I was like, <laughs> before, like when we first started putting that record together, I was just like, yo, I just gotta show people that I'm nice. Like, I gotta show people I'm nice. Like I had a song, I had a song with Rhapsody, and I was like, yep, really did. I was really stressed about that song because I was like, yo, but did she get me though? Because she can't get, I got to record it again. Like, I don't want her to get me. Like, you know, like, and he's yeah. just like, no, oh, it's a good song though. Like, you need to focus on it being a good song. And I wasn't. I was like, nah, like, people need to know I'm nice. And now I'm like, I want to look inward more. I want to make good songs. And I mean, I still care about being nice. Right. It's just the piece of the pie that it takes up is less. You know, the the pie chart is cut up differently now. And um, right. And there's a larger percentage of it. Just this is more focused on being honest and being true and having a good time with it. Um, and I think that'll shine on heresy when people hear it. And I think it'll it'll continue to show up. And I'm getting older, you know, so. Um, as I as I get older, I don't know how much I don't know how many more records y'all will be getting out of me. Um, me and my <laughs> buddy talk a lot of me and my buddy Marty talk a lot about like man, I don't rap forever. And I'm like, I'll probably rap forever. I just won't always record music forever. So I'll probably always write rhymes like until I'm a hundred, bro. But you just might not get to hear them. You know, I just end up being that sensei at the end of the uh, the martial arts movie, who mm-hmm. like you know never whoop nobody until they think he they can, and then he just busts it out on them. He mess up yeah. the young buck. That's who I try to be. Like I only bust it out <laughs> with when I need to. Like that's where I'm going with this. Right. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's the the biggest difference is just the the intention, the intention. Right. Changed, you know. And yeah. I feel I feel I feel like that's like the key word of this conversation is intention. It's come mm-hmm. up a bunch, you know, yeah. and like that yeah. and, and 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 like and like it's crazy that you like kind of recognize that about yourself and you're just kind of like that's one thing that's been really interesting to see about like this particular phase of your whatever you want to call it career whatever the fuck. Like this is like you know, you're at a point where not not that you don't care because you still care but like still you're um you 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 just like you're just kind of coming at it from a different vantage point and you're about to put out this cool project that is you know probably probably really gonna bowl some heads over especially like considering Uh like how the climate how how the climate is now you know like i think i think more people are kind of looking for that stuff now than they might have been like five years ago but like you know like you're still you and that dude earl had a lot to do with me changing my vantage point to Earl Sweatshirt. Mm. I was yes, I, interviews with him. And granted, he's a he's a superstar. But yeah. When I read his interviews, he talks like someone who has the same concerns about his art, you know? And um it clicked something clicked for me when I think like Joe Budden shit on it. Yeah, because 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 he was mad about the Loiter Squad skit where he played him in the yeah he's, he's being a baby. Yeah, but he but the excuse he used was like you know 
that that's the music that scares all the hoes and that's the you know nobody's and i'm like that's not but that's not the intention right and it's, it's actually, also not true and it's also not true yeah right. it's like if, if i was the, if you just spend some time with and i was like when i started thinking about it you know, isn't explaining that to people you know and i'm not going to we're completely on the other sides of the fame spectrum but i think like intention is similar you know yeah no absolutely and you know like what wherever you go from here you know like i'm i'm excited i'm excited to see where it leads and this was like i don't have any more questions but like this was just like really illuminating for me having already talked to you once and already being friendly like this is just it's just always great like like you really you know like you've got this was this was really cool you know like and i appreciate like i appreciate you for the music you make and just like just like being so committed to yourself and showing yourself in a way that is just authentically you and thank you 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 just cut up you go crazy like just like that's it like you make you make dope ass music thank you for the music like yeah that's my whole thing man like yeah that's it right there i thank you just for taking the time to talk to me bro like i really appreciate it you know what i mean and and having me on your platform i enjoy your platform i check it out when i'm not on it so thank you bro oh of course i'm humble i'm humble and and thank you for all the times like back when you were doing dj booth bro like there wasn't anybody i was like I don't I don't really spend a lot of time with press because it's not something like since the blog era collapsed, you know, like I have it. I haven't really been like too concerned about it, but like you showing interest and uh, a few other guys were just like, yo, man, what you got going on? Like, what what do you release? Like, that means something, you know what I mean? And I always appreciate you reaching out and showing showing that interest, bro. It means a lot. Absolutely, man. Yeah, like I'm 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 here because I like this shit. You know, like it's it's I I'm just uh I just want to put on for good music. That's really all. You know, you know, like as you know, like as a like as a as a black kind of sort of maybe not really queer person. Like I just want to like put on for shit that I think is mm-hmm. fucking dope type shit. You know, like that's that's what we're doing here. And yeah. I appreciate you just being as yeah. real as you are. So like, just thank you. Like, I just, I'm still in, I'm still at a point where it blows my mind that anybody cares what I have to say. And I hope I never let that go. So just like, thank you for, yeah, you know, man. thank you for checking in too. And it's like, just thank you, bro. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just, thank you. you know, it's important, man. Just keep making space for like, that you like, I'm always cognizant of making sure I'm not taking up space. Right. And people invite me in, you know, and in being aware of that and being appreciative of it because you don't have to do it. You know what I mean? So that's that's really what it comes down to for me. And I just like I said, I'm humble, bro. I'm humble. And same here. So. Thanks for listening. Shout out to y'all for making it this far. And shout out to all the black people listening too, because y'all really impeccable. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and tell a friend to come through next time. One.